Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By Legacy Ranch, home of top California stallions Mr. Big, Pubhouse Ride, and Straight Fire. Get started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike. I'll bring in John Lindo in just one second. Huge day of racing from around the country today, starting at Santa Anita with a 12.30 post time. The feature race is the last one, the ninth race on the card, the restricted wishing well stakes. We'll talk with Bob Mazursky in our second segment about that race. Very competitive. Good card out at Santa Anita today, and then all around the country is outstanding racing. Fairgrounds has a 13-race card, including the Risen Star and Rachel Alexandra. Aqueduct, they kick off at about 9.50, a small field in their feature race, the Heavenly Prize. Gulfstream Park has a 12-race card, including the Royal Delta, and we'll bring in John Lindo now to talk about uh, Oaklawn Park. They've got a Big race, $600,000 on the line in the Razorback. And not only that, the coast-to-coast wager between Santa Anita at Gulfstream Park. That kicks off with the third race at Santa Anita, 129 Pacific time. John Lindo, good morning. Uh, we've got a lot to cover today. Yeah, a lot going on. Like you say, Bob, good morning. And uh, we got lucky. I guess the weather is good down at Fairgrounds for their big card today. We're going to be perfect at Santa Anita. And uh, I think it's supposed to be cold, but it's supposed to be nice at Oakland Park, too. So good weather conditions for us horse players, too. Well, let's talk about the uh, the Razorback at Oakland. Let's start there, John, because we've got a, some local flavor. Ginobili went back there and won a prep race in very, very impressive fashion. He's going to be tough to beat in there. We've got Hero Status shipping out for Mark Glatt. Mike Smith goes back to ride. So, Take us through the Razorback, 600000 They're not afraid to give away some purse money back there at Oaklawn. No, you run for some serious money back there at Oaklawn, and it's now a field of eight. There are two late scratches out of the Razorback, number five, Trademark, and number 10, Cattle River Won't Run. Field of eight, but it's a wide open. It's a good wagering race, and uh, the, the thing you want to knock a little bit about the favorite, number six, Westwell Power. He's two to one on the program, coming off a close second in the Clark at uh, Churchill in November. But he's never raced or he's never worked at uh, Oakland Park, as far as I can tell. And that is a track where you really benefit from having a race or work over the track. So I think that maybe makes West Willpower a little vulnerable. The same case goes for Law Professor at 7-2 shipping in from Aqueduct. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, Ginobili coming off a good win in the uh, fifth season at a mile. A mile on the 16th, he's never won at that distance. So that might be a little bit questionable, that final 16th. For for me, Bob, I think the interesting horse is number seven, Last Samurai. He, he'll be he'll be fit coming off the mile and eighth uh, Pegasus World Cup down there at Gulfstream Park. Shortens back to a mile and sixteenth, but he likes this racetrack. He's won a couple of races here, been second a couple of times, won the Oakland Handicap here last year. So he runs big races on this surface. There's a lot of pace in here. Uh, you talk about Hero Status and and, and Ginobili, West Willpower, Law Professor. They all have speed. So I think maybe last summer I might fall into a, a trip in here and at 10 to 1 on the program with a, a rider having a good meet down there, Christian Torres. I think he's the value of the Razorback. Good betting race today at Oakland Park. Yeah, real good. I mentioned Hero's status for Mark Glatt. Mike Smith rides. Uh, this is a horse who we've seen just improve uh, throughout here in Southern California. He was always well regarded. Took him a long time to finally break his maiden, but once he did, uh, I, I think he's on the right path now, John. Yeah, they put blinkers on him three races ago, and he's got two wins out of three starts with the blinkers on. He's shown more tactical speed lately. He was pressing a face in Santa Anita where they went 45 and change in his last start. So he's gotten more speed, and he's figured out how to win. 
And uh, he'll get tested for class today, but he's a horse moving in the right direction. Seems like we're talking about it every week now with, with the passing of, of a major uh, player in the thoroughbred industry. And last week it was trainer John Veach. Uh, he'd been retired for a while, but a Hall of Fame trainer. His father was a Hall of Fame trainer. John Veach is best remembered as the trainer of Alidar. Of course, the great rivalry affirmed in Alidar back in the 70s uh, where those two knocked heads, I think it was eight times or nine times over two years. So uh, John Veach, uh, John Lindo, uh, he made his mark. Uh, he was uh, the sort of the contract trainer for Calumet and Darby Dan and, and had very good success and, of course, uh, a lot of frustration as well with that rivalry coming out second to affirm most of the time. Right. Uh, John Beach was 77 when he passed this week. He, was mentioned, he trained for some of the stalwarts of the industry at the time uh, that he was active. Uh, Darby Dan for the Galbraith family, Francis Ginter, uh, Henry D. Kukowski, who owned Calumet at the time. The, the thing that got me about his record, Bob, is that uh, you know we talked about guys like Steve Asperson, who was three wins short of 10,000 wins going into this weekend. Yeah, Brad Cox, three wins short of 2,000 wins going into this weekend. John Beach, according to Matt Hegarty from Daily Racing Forum, won a total of 410 races in his career. So it's not a lot of wins for a Hall of Famer, but of those 410 wins, 76 were in graded stakes races. That's incredible. And, uh, you know, he had a number of champions, including Devona Dale. He had before Don as a two-year-old filly. Our Mims was a champion three-year-old filly. Sunshine Forever was a champion grass horse. He also trained Proud Truth. So just, you know, whether it be young young horses, older horses, females, males, dirt, turf, it didn't matter. Uh, he trained some really quality horses, was a terrific horseman, and he really got the most out of what he had. And everyone that, that was interviewed or spoke of him just always talked about being a very classy uh, gentleman. And I read a great book, John, not too long ago. It's called Duel for the Crown. And it took you through all those affirmed and Alidar races. And it had to be so frustrating for John Veach. But he was always very gracious in defeat. Um, he probably had to bite hard and, 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 and get those words out because he, he wanted to win. He was a competitor. The only time he really lost it, John, was uh, when they had the DQ of Affirmed and Alidar in the Travers that year. And I think he said something to the effect that uh, they should put Lafitte on bread and water for seven days uh, after the ride that when he cut off Alidar. But other than that, he handled himself uh, with complete composure and class and uh, didn't know the man, but everyone spoke well of him. Well, we know Affirmed had his number, but John Beach never ducked him. He went after him with Alidar everywhere, every time. That horse gave him 110%. He just couldn't get by Affirmed, and not many horses could. But uh, just to, And it was great to watch the rivalry as it developed, too. It was a lot of fun, and, and uh, he, he, he carried himself very well. He was a good representative for the industry. And he always thought the next time Alidar would get by, so he, he didn't quit trying. Uh, John, Bob Baffert, uh, his request for the injunction in Kentucky was denied. So where does that put him? It looks like he's out of this year's Kentucky Derby again this year, and these horses are going to have to be moved and moved quickly. Well, the denial of his injunction uh, through the district court in, in Louisville yesterday means that the current ban for Baffert on racing and starting horses at Churchill Downs remains in effect. So what that means to his horses and the derby contenders he has in his barn is those horses are to get Kentucky Derby qualifying 
point in March and April, they're going to be half. They're going to have to be moved out of the Baffert stable by February the 28th. So you might see some barn switches coming up here. Uh, I don't know. He, he has another of legal way, another appeal he could make to the sixth district court in Kentucky. But at this point, I think the owners have to make a decision. Hey, you know, if we're going to go on and try and get there, we probably have to make a move. So it doesn't look like Bob Baffert will be able to compete in this year's Kentucky Derby. John, we've had some red-hot handicappers. Uh, last week's show, we were just uh, the whole lineup nailed winners, including yourself. You gave, gave us Army Star at 680, plus a big push on Litigate and the Sam Davis. That paid 760. Your Lindo report is uh, published every racing day. You can find it at the South Point. Uh, so, John, uh, let's go ahead and get a selection from you today from Santa Anita. I'll go to the eighth race today at Santa Anita, Bob, and, and the obvious favorite and the one to beat is number five, Adari Minor, uh, Adari Manor, coming back for trainer Bob Baffert. But uh, this is a filly that didn't get good until she went two turns earlier. Comes off the layoff, and to me, this looks like a prep for the Beholder Mile next month at Santa Anita. Uh, seven furlongs may not be her best game. Uh, blinkers off for her today. She might be vulnerable. You know this isn't the, the primary goal. I'm going to try and beat her with Number three, ironic twist coming off the layoff for trainer Mark Glad. I thought she was really game in both of her starts, both wins last year at this meet. She's trained well for her return. I think seven furlongs is perfect for her. And in a race where maybe a Dari Minor might need the one, need the race, I, I think a kind of twist of six to one is the value of the race. So race eight, Santa Anita number three, ironic twist for me. And, Bob, but you gave us a winner on the radio last week, too. You, you picked out Manhattan Jungle on the stakes race to finish off the card. we got to get a play from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put out my selection sheet all three days this holiday weekend, John. We should mention that, by the way. We are running on Monday, so a three-day holiday weekend here. I'm going to go to the seventh race today and try the number one horse, Fayette Fox, for trainer Doug O'Neill. The running line doesn't look that pretty first time out, but I thought this horse, this filly, had a kind of a compromising trip. It was not a clean trip behind horses a lot of the way down inside. A.G. Bullet has already come back and won out of that race. I think you're going to see a lot more from Fayette Fox Day. Stretching out from the inside, I think will be tactical. Doug O'Neill horses generally improve a lot second time out. I think the class drop is also going to help. So uh, right before you, John, seventh race, number one, Fayette Fox, 7-2 on the morning line. And uh, maybe we can hook up a nice little double there as well, John. So let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, Bob Mazursky and Scott Shapiro. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition right here on AM 830 KLAA home of Angels Baseball. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. Don't know much about geography. Don't know much trigonometry. Don't know much about Al's Angels Ringo. AMA 30. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway. Join us for great racing over the three-day President's Day weekend. And don't forget, President's Day Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. On Saturday, our main event is named in honor of the Great Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. On Sunday, 
California bred fillies and mares will go six furlongs on the main track in the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes. And on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes for older horses at one mile. Fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast -coast pick five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their career's end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days. And LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. And, John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, let's get our uh, CTBA Cowbred of the Week. 
Well, I tell you what, the, the Cowboys will be running in stakes all weekend. First of all, the Eldorado Shooter, we're going to talk about that with Bruce Finkelstein. That's at the Golden Gate today. You've got the Spring Fever Stakes for Cowboys on Sunday and the Tisnow Stakes on Monday at Santa Anita for the older horses. So a, a lot of stakes action there. But for our Cowboy of the Week, we're going to give that to Forgiving Spirit, who won yesterday's fifth race. That was an allowance race. He was eligible for the Cowbred condition, even though he's a Kentucky bred, because he's by the stallion Shaman Ghost, who was standing in California at the time that, that the Forgiving Spirit was bred. So they took advantage of that special twist for the Cowbred program. He's by Shaman Ghost, out of Apology Accepted, a candy right near. A breeder was Rodney Orr, owned by Jim Incorporated, and Tom Hagel, and trained by uh, Peter Miller. Picked up a nice $43,200 for his allowance win yesterday. Another way to take advantage of the lucrative Calvert program for Giving Spirit, our Calvert of the Week. And, John, I want to mention a couple handicapping contests uh, this weekend at Santa Anita. There's one today, $500 challenge and a $300 bankroll with a chance to win a seat into the Ultimate Betting Challenge on March 4th, as well as NHC seats. And then tomorrow, real fun contest, John, $600 buy-in, $400 bankroll, and it's anything goes. You can play pick threes, pick fours, pick fives, pick six, super high fives. So you're not limited to the usual format of when plays show exacta doubles and tries. You can really kind of... Get creative and, and play the uh, horizontal bets as well. So today and tomorrow, those contests at Santa Anita and also on Express Bet. Well, let's bring in Bob Mazursky now. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Bob, of course, the regular handicapper for the Southern California Newspaper Group, and his selections appear at todaysracingdigest.com. And Bob, to start with, we wanted you to kind of preview the feature race today, which goes as the ninth, the Wishing Well Full field of nine coming down the hill. Looks pretty competitive to me. What did you think? Yeah, I think so, too. And this is actually where I'm going to make my radio selection here. Uh, you know, Bay Storm is obviously a little horse to beat. Cutting back after a super try going a mile in the megahertz, I think she's going to be very tough. Uh, Stella Noir likes the horse. She's had success. Big Summer comes off a win. But the horse I'm going to go to is number seven, Countess Rosina for Jeff Mullen. I thought she had kind of an uncomfortable trip last time. I think she can do better than that. I think she's better with a waiting ride, and she gets Barrios, who, of course, is a very underrated grass rider. I think he's one of the top grass riders we have on this circuit. Just doesn't get as many opportunities as other guys, but that's the horse I'm going to go for in the last race, number seven, Countess Rosina. And, Bob, uh, we wanted to also mention uh, uh, the passing of a friend of ours, and, and she worked in the press box for many, many years. Her name was Linda Mintz. She ran the uh, race wire and, and put out the results and entries. A very, very nice woman, and, uh, Bob, I know you were very fond of her. Yeah, I think we all were that worked up there. I got the news on Tuesday night uh, from her daughter, Beth, her younger daughter, Beth, that uh, Linda had passed, and it was very sad. Uh, you know, As you said, we worked alongside her in the press box at Santa Anita and Hollywood Park for many, many years. I carpooled with her often to Hollywood Park. Uh, she was a willing participant in uh, pick sixes and pick fours. She liked to play, <laughs> yeah. and she was very appreciative when we won, and she never second-guessed or complained when we didn't have success, so... Great lady. She was uh, from Illinois originally. She was a Cubs fan and a Bears fan. I never held the fact that she was a Bears fan against her. But, uh, you know, she was, like you said, a very nice lady, and uh, I may she rest in peace. Yes, definitely. And, and Kurt Hoover reminded me that she was not shy about taking a piece of the pick six, which I no, had definitely. kind of forgotten. 
And the perfect partner, like you said, Bob, happy to win and never complain when we lost. Uh, you, you can't do better than that. No, absolutely. She was a great lady, as I said, and I think everybody that worked in the press box and knew her over the years would agree. John Lindo, do you have anything for Bob before we let him go? Well, Bob, just, uh, you know, as a Packer fan, what did you think of, of uh, Philadelphia getting beat in the Super Bowl? I was surprised. I thought they would win the game, and the way it started, I thought I was going to be right, but uh, the Chiefs just uh, came alive in the second half, and Mahomes obviously played very, very well, and uh, it was a good game. That's all I ever won. When the Packers aren't involved, I just wanted to be a good game in the Super Bowl, and this year certainly lived up to that. It was exciting. It went down to the end, so that's all you can ask for. All right, Bob, we'll try to get Countess Racina home for you in the ninth at a nice 6-1 to one on the morning line. Good luck today, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, good luck to you guys as well. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Bob Mazursky. Let's bring in Scott Shapiro from TwinSpires.com, and he has a very busy day today, the Risen Star at Fairgrounds, and a huge card down there. Good morning, Shopper. How are you doing? Good morning, Iker. Good morning, John. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Well, we know you're down there uh, in the Big Easy, and uh, hopefully uh, more than salads this time. You'll don't go for a little, gum- <laughs> a little gumbo or uh, some etouffee. <laughs> I ate uh, more than salads this time. I've been, uh, I ate a couple, two approved meals by little trainer Neil Pesson and uh, Carl's Badagone, Jay Privman, both approved of my eating uh, and my ordering thus far. So I think I've done the show well. Outstanding. Good job, my man. Well, uh, take a look, first of all, at the Risen Star for us. It looks like a, a really uh, a nice race, huge field. Uh, favorite drawn far outside. Uh, where are you going to go in there? Yeah, it came up really, really competitive and a great to have a 14-horse field for this event. You victory formation, a 3-1 to one morning line favorite, one of three Brad Cox runners in here. Definitely has a chance, but uh, has to prove to me from that far outside draw and at the mile and an eighth and with other speed signed on that he is uh, good enough to win 3-1, to one, a little bit short, too short for me to swallow in this field. The other two Cox runners, including Tappet's Conquest, I have a little more interest in Ed, from a gambling perspective. And, and Tappet's Conquest is my top pick. Fourth start for the son of Tappet. Did not have a good voyage in his first start off the bench on the LeCompte undercard. Came through, uh, finally found room along the inside off a slow pace and just missed. Galloped out really well. Portably has been training very well leading up to his return. So I do like Tappet's Conquest. Also give looks to number six, Angel of Empire, the third of the Brad Cox runners. Of course, it's taken a little while to develop, but really put forth a career-best effort in the Smarty Jones running second to victory formation. Didn't have a favorable race shape that day, but I think he's going to get some pace to chase. And then number 10, two fills, as well as number 12, Krupe, are interesting as well. Krupe, a maiden for Todd Pletcher, shipping in New Orleans, has raced in New York in all five starts. Going to be a big price. Not sure if he's good enough to win, but definitely not. The horse I would leave off underneath, despite never having won a race before. We should just note also, uh, number five Harlow Cap is kind of the first of these Bafferts that we've we've seen now that are going to probably move to other trainers. He's Steve Asmussen now, and a couple of our SoCal guys, Flavian Pratt and Johnny V, back to ride that fairgrounds card. Uh, John Lindo, I know there was an allowance race on that card that uh, you wanted to talk to Scott about. Yeah, good morning, Scott. You know, we're talking about the three-year-olds and the Risen Star, but the eighth race on the Fairgrounds program today is the mile and the 16th allowance race. And a horse that I know you were high on off a win last time, Vanishing, is back in today. And so is first defender for Steve Asmussen. This is a pretty salty allowance race. 
Yeah, good morning, John. And uh, this race came up strong, not the same size field as the LeCompte, but I'd say the two horses you mentioned, probably close to his equal chance of being a uh, significant Kentucky Derby entry when we hit the first Saturday in May. You mentioned Banishing, who was supposed to run on the LeCompte undercard, was a scratch the morning of, had a minor issue that day, but been back on the work tab for a couple of five furlong drills and now returns for Brendan Walsh. Definitely a horse that looks like uh, the distances as they get longer won't be an issue. But first defender, I mean, this is the second-time starter for Steve Asmussen, a son of Quality Road. First time going two turns, dominated a field of maiden special weight foes on January 21st, which is that same Lecompe card, was bet down to four to five, went fast early, was battling with two other rivals, easily disposed of them, and pulled away in the end, appears to be moving forward off of that effort. Tries two turns for the first time, but I think he's going to be very tough to beat. But both first defender, banishing, and even Kyostro on the rail of Florida bred for Cerrito Bow, all promising three-year-olds, a little light, lighter race than some of the horses running in the Risen Star, but definitely Colts to keep an eye on. You know, Brendan Walsh was out here at Santa Anita running a horse on opening day, December 26th, and, and happened to run into him after the races, and uh, he had mentioned his horse didn't run well at Santa Anita, but banishing, he said, yeah, go watch my maiden that won at Fairgrounds, and, and he really thinks uh, this is a horse who could could develop into a derby kind of horse, guys, so I'm really interested to watch this allowance race as well. Uh, Shapper, how about a radio play? You've got an all-stakes pick five down there. I know you're going to be in action. Uh, where do you want to go for your radio pick? You know, I'm going to go to the big race. Why not? It's a uh, first of the championship series races, and I'm going to make my radio plays the eight Tappets Conquest, who I mentioned, six to one on the morning line. Not sure if this horse will go off at six to one, catching a lot of buzz, but I think he's set for a career best effort in his fourth start. Florent Giroux has won this race three times. He'll look to be the first jockey to win it four and uh, give Brad Cox yet another Derby probable. All right, buddy. Have a good time. Uh, enjoy. We'll be watching you down there today, and uh, go go get another big meal tonight after the races. <laughs> Will do, guys. Have a great day, okay? All right. That was Scott Shapiro, uh, of course, from Twinspires.com. And, John, before we break, let's just mention uh, a, a couple notes here. Jockey Umberto Rispoli is parting ways with his agent, Tony Matos, so... Uh, that's a couple splits that Raspoli's had out here. He had Scotty McClellan and now parting ways with Tony Matos. Uh, man, those are a couple Hall of Fame jocks agents. I'm not sure where you go from here. Yeah, I guess the, the, the mouse have been booked through March 5th through, through Tony Matos. So after that, uh, he will have a new agent. No agent yet has been announced. But we'll see uh, what, what the determination is there and, and why the move is being made. So we'll follow that uh, situation with Raspoli. Yeah, we mentioned uh, the jocks that are out of town today. Mike Smith, Johnny V, Flavian Pratt, Diego Herrera starts a three-day suspension. And how about a trainer-jockey combo that clicked yesterday? And Ian Crueljack with, you know, not a lot of horses in the barn, hitting at a very high percentage. He won two races yesterday with Kent DeSormo aboard. So that is obviously a team to uh, keep your eye on. Yeah, absolutely. And when you can find these hot jockey and trainer combinations, maybe for some of the not as well-known barns. That's where there's some value to be had sometimes. I mean, uh, you know, I think of uh, Tiago Pereira with Steve Knapp and, and Jorge Paravan, things like that. You look for these different guys, and when they get hot together, they start using them on their number one horses. It's a good handicapping angle.
Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets, Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. That'll be the next segment. You're listening to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830, KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Radio AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bread maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with the Los Alamitos Winter Derby and the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship Finals this Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight's running of the Winter Derby is headed by the fastest qualifier, Ghost with a Fire. He'll face Stablemate and Grade 1 Futurity Runner-Up. Take a swig of this, plus top runners, Hey Shaker, Good Wagon, He's Chickless, and more. And on Sunday night, it's Round 3 in the Clash of Titans and the Brad McKenzie. World Champion Impressum will take on the outstanding Apolitical Pence, who is the only horse to have beaten Impressum at Los 
Los Alamitos, plus Grade 1 winner Scoops Dynasty, Stakes winner London Toby, and six other stars. And don't miss Night Racing's Best Bets at Los Alamitos with the early and late pick fours, plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday if there's not a carryover. You can also enjoy all the best of the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos, featuring the top daytime tracks from around the country. It's Quarter Horse Racing's Best, led by Impressum and Apolitical Pence, this Sunday night at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you, racing fans, and see you at the races. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And John, before we bring in Jonathan Hardoon, how about a word from our friends uh, Pete and Ev Perella at Legacy Ranch? Well, it's breeding season now, and the Stallions, Mr. Big, Straight Fire, and Clubhouse Ride, they're making noise. Straight Fire yesterday, point and shoot. A maiden special weight uh, winner in the first race yesterday at Santa Anita. That was a, a one-mile turf route. And uh, Big Summer by Mr. Big is in today's Wishing Well Stakes. They're producing good horses, all kinds of different levels of races. If you're interested in, in lining up one of their stallions, call Terry Knight, 510-928-4980. And then uh, our two uh, sponsors at the off-track facilities, as you just heard the commercial, Sammy's rolling back prices to uh, 2013 on their 10-year anniversary. And, John, uh, if you get that Rainbow Six down at Sammy's, you're going to get paid an extra $25,000 bonus if you purchase and cash that ticket at Sammy's. And then uh, the Derby Room, where I'm going to be one of the days this weekend, not sure which one, but I'll head out there to Fairplex, and uh, they are open and ready to serve. Uh, great customer service, great audio-visual, and uh, the winner of the Scoop Vessels Award for the C- from the CTBA for contributions to the industry, over $90 million in handle out at uh, the Derby Room. So get out there and support them if you can't be on track. So let's bring in John Hardoon. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. How are you? We're doing well. Uh, normally, we like you to look at the aqueduct feature, but that's a very short field today and got shorter with a scratch, so only four horses in there. How about taking a look at the Rachel Alexandra at Fairgrounds? Well, that's a uh, full field of six, I guess. Uh, <laughs> really the number two horse in there from Tom Amos. I mean, this is a very special horse. He's actually faster and the horse is running in the risen start today. If he would have opted to run in that race, uh, I think she would have had a pretty good shot of uh, beating that field. Listen, she has this field over a barrel. She's a really nice horse. Uh, I don't know how good she is, but so far so good. And uh, I think you should keep her with the Phillies and avoid the boys. Uh, you dominate over this group. Why, why change? John Lindo, that's very interesting how she stacks up on numbers. Well, that was the question I, I had. Uh, she has been nominated to the Triple Crown, and John, uh, she was close at eleven to one in the Derby Future Wager last week. So she's taken money in that. Uh, she obviously will have to face the boys at some point to get qualifying points. But from a regulation sheet standpoint, she does stand up with these uh, with these uh, males. Well, well, certainly with the horses running today. I mean, the better ones are not running. Listen, let's put it this way: we're not going to see the Derby winner in the, come out of the Rising Star. I don't think. Um, those are the slower, they're on the slower end. They run 12s and 13s, and she's running those numbers already. So she stacks up certainly with the horses that are running today. 
Well, John, uh, you are covering probably looks like four tracks today, right, uh, with the uh, the Ragazin Sheets? Yes, uh, we have Oakland, uh, Gulf Stream, Aqueduct, and San Anita. Well, we want to get two plays from you today. You gave us Anejo last week at 790, and our handicappers were red hot. So uh, how about a couple radio plays today? Okay, let's look at the ninth and final at Aqueduct today. It's a mile on the main track, and I like the number 11 horse in here, Cole Lou. This is a four-year-old call from the David Donfarn. Jose Vargas aboard to ride. He's listed at 41 on the morning line. He's going to love the outside post. He's going to be forward and replaced. He's going to get first run. I like number 11, Cole Lou, to win today's ninth and final out at Aqueduct. And where do you want to go for your second radio play, John? We're going to look at Oakland and look at the Razorback handicap. You guys are talking about that race, and it's a terrific betting race. And I like a prize horse in there. Number nine, Keystone Field. Uh, this is an eight-year-old gelding from the Mike Maker barn. Isaac Castillo aboard to ride. This horse's last two races, both of them at Oakland. Either one of those races good enough to get the job done here. Uh, the favorites are shipping in, like you guys said, and it is key to have a race over that track. And uh, I give the edge to number nine, Keystone Field. I think he's going to be ignored at the windows, and uh, I like number nine, Keystone Field, to upset and when this year's Razorback ninth race out at Oakland. Excellent. Tell us about the uh, rags and sheets in your website, John. J O N H A R D O O N dot com. Three best plays, ten dollars. Four card, twenty five dollars today. Again, Oakland, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Santa Anita selections. Good luck. We'll talk to you again next week, John. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. Okay, that was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? Well, we know you're fired up from Vegas today to, to watch and wager on a bunch of races from around the country. But uh, how about we start with a preview of the El Dorado Shooter at Golden Gate? Yeah, I think the horse to beat in here is a really nice price on the morning line. I don't know if we'll get it is the seven-horse Top Harbor. Uh, he's become a bit of a specialist, a uh, synthetic track sprinter. He's won all three or his last three races sprinting. He actually won this race last year uh, in October of 21. The Eldorado shooter was run, I guess, in a, in, a, in a different part of the calendar. But he comes off a win in the Oakland uh, handicap last time out. He doesn't race a whole lot. He's coming off a 90-day layoff. Tell you one thing, he's not the prettiest. He doesn't have the prettiest way of going. He wears front bandages, but he gets the job done. I just think his sprint races are a bit better than these. Uh, Burning Turf is the favorite. He's he's got some high quality races down the hill at Santa Anita, but therein lies the rub. It's not synthetic sprints that he's been running in. So uh, if he can take that downhill uh, turf form over to the synthetic, uh, he's got a shot. But I'd rather go with the known commodity here, and uh, I think the horse to beat would be the seven top harbor who's listed at 9-2 to two on the morning line. John Lindo. Well, that's part of the Golden Hour pick forward today at Santa Anita and Golden Gate, and uh, I, I want to get uh, a Golden Gate selection from you. I don't know if you want to make that your radio play, or there's someplace else on the card that you have something yeah, in mind at Golden Gate. Let's go, let's go right back to a previous race, uh, to the race previous, rather. The seventh race, John, is uh, straight maidens. You've got two pretty quick horses in here that I think could set it up for someone laying off the pace. The four-horse fourth streets, eight to five on the morning line, very quick, although it's kind of given it up twice in a row. And then you've got Jersey Sunset. It went very fast on debut 
Um, I, I think the horse to beat here it could be the three, Princesa del Tigre. I really liked her sprint race here. She raced on the synthetic, put blinkers on. She didn't have a great trip. She was down inside in heavy traffic. She maybe even checked a little bit down the back stretch. She came on nicely late to finish fourth. Uh, she With a little more luck, she would have been a lot closer. She ran well routing, uh, coming back three weeks later. Very game on the lead, but I think she might be better off of that sprint race. She can sit here and maybe out-finish these two. Uh, getting a rider switch to Ayuso. Uh, so let's go race seven, number three, Princesa del Tigre at 3-1 to one on the morning line. And, Bruce, last week at Santa Anita, you gave us running with the boys at $6. So uh, come south and make it two weeks in a row. Let's give it a shot. Let's go to the fourth race. And a pretty competitive field of allowance fillies. I want to give a shot to the rail horse, Manarelli. She was good enough, second race off, almost an eight-month layoff, to run second in the grade three Las Flores stakes, doing all the heavy lifting, dueling on the front end. Maybe she regressed a little bit coming back quickly three weeks later. She didn't break that great. She kind of broke inward. The Vladimir Serena horse put, put a length down her at the start. Princess Adelaide ran second. She had to rush up, go fast fractions, duel with Prince Adelaide. She didn't run all that badly in finishing fourth on a track. They only ran three sprint races, guys, that day on the dirt, but they were all outside closers that won that day. So she kind of ran against the profile of the track. She now stretches out. She's run well in New Mexico going two turns, uh, from the rail position going two turns with a good break. Maybe she gets a little breathing room and gets brave on the front end, not having to go quite as fast here. So race four, let's go with the price horse here, the one Manarelli listed at 8-1 to one on the morning line. And tell us what we can find at betonbruce.com. Full card analysis at Santa Anita. Uh, we have late races from Gulfstream Park. Also put an audio analysis together for you on uh, the full card. Also some late races at Golden Gate. Best plays there. Check it out at betonbruce.com. Excellent. Thank you, Bruce. We'll talk again next week. You got it, guys. Take care. And, John, before we break, just want to mention again our loyal sponsor at the South Point. Uh, They have been great over the years, and Mary Jungers is just uh, down to a couple more weeks. She'll be retiring, John. So uh, stop by, say hi to Mary, thank her for all her support. Uh, March Madness right around the corner. So if you want to call and book a room there, it's 866-780-7223. Ask for Mary and uh, try to get your horse player, thoroughbred LA horse players rate as well. We'll take our final time out when we come back. Toby Callett and Michael Rona in the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Radio AM 830. Racing fans, Santa Anita's classic meet is underway. Join us for great racing over the three-day President's Day weekend. And don't forget, President's Day Monday is also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. On Saturday, our main event is named in honor of the Great Sunday Silence as Phillies and Mares will go six and a half furlongs down the Hillside Turf Course in the $100,000 Wishing Well Stakes. On Sunday... 
California bred fillies and mares will go six furlongs on the main track in the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes. And on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes for older horses at one mile. Fans don't miss the first Coast to Coast Pick 5 each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player friendly, 15% takeout, covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike, John Lindo. Let's bring in Toby Callett from South Florida, tobycallett.com. Good morning, Toby. How are you? I'm well, Bob. How about you? We are doing well. Uh, I looked at weather uh, updates for Florida. It looks like a beautiful day there with no chance of rain. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, we did have a shower as they ran the last race last night, and I thought they were going to... Uh, get cute on us but fortunately uh, the rain abated quickly and uh, we are fast and firm and uh, i know that uh, general lindo put out an order looking for the intense race action today at golf Stream. so uh, i know i have to do that and i also have a radio play that 
I'm licking my chops for. So uh, we're glad that they're on the turf because otherwise I'd, uh, I'd be beside myself. Well, help us out in that 10th because it's the second leg of the coast-to-coast, a, a, a wager I've become a big fan of. Uh, but, boy, unless you can narrow this down for me, Toby, I'm, I'm looking to hit the all box in here. Please help. Okay. Well, I like the claim on the two famous gents. I love the rider change. Uh, it's really nice to see um, a, a thought-to-be-has-been Javier Castellano uh, riding as well as he has. And if you notice, he rides really well on the turf. Uh, this guy, he's a class rider. He's a class guy. And uh, I like seeing that he's on a bit of a roll. He's going to move uh, the two famous gents up a lot. I think this is a good spot. His main rivals are the one, Love and Make Sense, who I believe is a better horse uh, than looks from the two previous starts on turf. And the five, uh, Field of Beat, I think uh, uh, will, will improve uh, moving over to the turf. I'm not a big fan of Canadian runners. That's why I've made this one third. But uh, basically speaking, I'm 2 one five that order. I can't go any deeper in there uh, unless, like you said, hit, uh, hit the all button. But uh, that, that's not where the meat and potatoes are today. The eighth race today is, is where all the money can be won. All I right. Well, let's... Uh... Okay. Uh, this is the yep. radio play. I love the four. His name is Baby Billy. Baby Billy has four dirt starts to, uh, to his credit to date. The blinkers come off. Lasix gets at it. Uh, the rider is a liability, which you know. So that is the only problem. The baby Billy comes from the maternal line. Uh, his dam, uh, Dating Lady Luck, she only won once, but uh, she was on the board a few other times. Uh, she ran in the 2015 American Oaks out there at Santa Anita. She ran a mile and three sixteenths, a mile and a quarter, a mile and five sixteenths. There's nothing but stamina in the pedigree. Baby Billy, I think we're going to orbit today. He is the one to beat. There's a first-timer in here. It's the one, and his name is Mondego, Christoph Clement Trainee. The second dam is a sister to a mare by the name of Ticker Tape. Well, I'm sure you guys know she won the American uh, American Oats Invitational out there. Uh, she, they made uh, like a million and a half dollars, like a million three here in the United States and one in Europe. Christoph Clement draws the rail, extensive work tab. I think that he'll, this one will be uh, ready to rumble. Please bear in mind, Clement also has the eight. Bellamy in there, who got a tune-up at, at Tampa. I think will improve second start off of that tune-up. And then we have to look at the two, Fayette Spirit. He finished ahead of Bellamy, who might have been tuning up also up at Tampa for Chad Brown. So I'm going to make the race 4-1-8-2. How do you do, Mr. Lloyd? Thank you, sir. Great coverage today. Go to tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. And uh, thanks for covering those, Toby. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Bob. All right. Let's bring in Michael Rona, who had last week off. Uh, oh, by the way, Toby also uh, a hot selection last week. Uh, gave us Web Slinger, 460, plus the push on Tia Mimosa at Tampa for $9. So uh, our handicappers continue to smoke them as well as the guy we're bringing in, Michael Rona. Well, Michael, the only thing that ended your streak was having last week off because you've given us four <laughs> straight winners here on T, uh, TBLA, including Cat Bernay. But before we get to all that, Michael, you guys have a huge weekend. Uh, welcome back and, and tell us about the Winter Derby tonight. Yeah, thanks very much, Bob. Yeah, grade one features tonight and tomorrow night. This evening, it's the first grade one derby in the nation. 
the Winter Derby and it's brought together 10 newly turned three-year-olds of high quality already and promise, great promise for the season laying ahead. Monte Arosa has a strong hand. He trains the first, third and fourth picks on Ed Burgard's morning line. Ghost with a fire, who was the fastest qualifier. Chick's first flash, who was a futurity winner to end his two-year-old season and was unluckily defeated in his trial to this race. And take a swig of this, who was beaten a nose in a million-dollar futurity at Remington Park back in the middle of last year. So Arosa has the hot, strong hand in the Winter Derby tonight. A race he won last year with Scoots Dynasty, who is looking up tomorrow night in the Grade 1 Brad McKenzie Winter Championship. This is the race for the older horses, and it's the first chance to punch a ticket to the Champion of Champions in December. Um, We've got Scoops Dynasty, newly turned four-year-old who had a super three-year-old season, versus Apolitical Pence and Impressum. The latter pair, Bob, having won the last three Champion of Champions between them, but not even winning that great race qualifies you for the following renewal. You have to earn a starting berth each year. This is the early season opportunity to do just that. It'll be the third meeting between Impressum and Apolitical Pence. They are one apiece. So the race tomorrow night is an absolute must-see. Top older horses in the nation knocking heads again. And, John Lindo, uh, we had heard a rumor that uh, a rookie is going to come in and help Michael uh, while he goes on vacation here for a few weeks. So jump on in, John Lindo. That's right. Michael, before we uh, get a radio play from you, which I'm definitely listening for, uh, just, uh, you know, it takes a legend to replace Michael Ronan when he takes a break at Los Alamitos. So uh, let us know who's going to fill in for you for the next few weeks. Well, just as was the case in early October when I snuck down to Australia for a week to surprise my mother for her birthday, the great Ed Burgart is going to kindly, generously come back out to Los Alamitos for the next three weekends, and he'll be on the radio show with you guys the next three Saturday mornings, because I'm off to Australia again, this time for a longer visit, more in keeping with the typical trips that I used to take back home. Uh, my wife and I are going this time, and uh, we'll have a nice long visit, a chance to really catch up with some old friends as, as well as the family and just have some hopefully wonderful experiences down under. Excellent, Michael. Well, give us post time for tonight, and then we need a radio play to make it five weeks in a row. Six o'clock kickoff tonight, and I'm going to the Winter Derby, and after all I just told you about the strong hand for Monte Rosa, I'm going to pick a different horse. The second choice on the morning line, number 10, Good Wagon SA, who started favourite against Ghost with a Fire in the fastest trial last time out and had the worst of the post position draw. He was 3-2 to two versus Ghost with a Fire 6-1 to one on that occasion. You're getting better odds. It's the first time in his career that he's drawn in the outside half of the field. I think he has a decent shot to turn the tables at better odds. Number 10 in race 10. Michael, have a wonderful vacation. Uh, we will catch up to you with you next month, and uh, we'll hope that Burgart can, can handle the job while you're gone. I have a sneaking suspicion he'll be up to the task. All right, Michael, take care. We are about out of time. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to Leilani Insight and her team, John Lindo, for co-hosting. First post at Santa Anita today at 1230. An excellent uh, day of racing from all around the country. 
Mike Willman is here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Stay tuned for Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show coming up after us. Good luck today. Cash some tickets out there. We'll talk to you next Saturday. The answer that you endorse He's always on a steady course Talk to Mr. A People yakety-yak the streak And waste your time a day But Mr. Ed will never speak Unless he has something to say